Okay, happy new year, West Chiropractic Podcast, episode number 13. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy 2021. We're recording this after the latest government announcement that we are in a national lockdown. Fear not, West Chiropractic is still open, fully functional. We have been deemed as essential and uh, also uh, been given key worker status from the uh, UCA and the GCC, which is fantastic. Um, so it's great to be recognized. It's great to be helping people. It's great to be keeping people safe, keeping everyone's family safe and our team as well. And um, we've been recognized for that. So it's uh, it's great to be here and it's great to be looking after everyone. So today's podcast is a little bit different in that we're going to be talking to an osteopath. And a lot of the time people will say, what's the difference between a physiotherapist, a chiropractor and an osteopath? And you may remember before this year, we actually spoke to um, Phil from Physiotherapy Solihull, uh, just north of Birmingham. And we had a great conversation about uh, the differences between physio and chiropractic and how actually we're very aligned in the way that we treat our clients and how we try and get the best for them. And we're getting them back to things that they can't do rather than just getting them out of pain. We want to make sure we're getting them functional. So whether that's being able to climb the stairs, being able to sit for longer at work, pick up the kids, get back to walking a 3K, running a 5K, the elite level athletes we see, you know, they want to get back to their PBs, um, lifting heavier in the gym, these sorts of things, losing some weight. So it's more of uh, an objective measure rather than just saying, are you feeling better? And uh, it was a great conversation. So if you missed that one, jump on that. So today we talked to Jade. Um, She's an osteopath down in in, um, Bournemouth area, pool area doing amazing things down there with her clients. And um, for me, like, I've been treated by osteopaths before. I've trained with osteopaths, and I, I think they're fantastic. Um, one of my um, my greatest trainings came when I did my AK course with a lady called Tracy Gates, who's an osteopath down in Crawley. And uh, I learned so much from her um, from a different perspective. And I think there's always the um, danger that um, people will talk about the differences and say, oh, there's this interfighting between professions. It's just not the case. Um, maybe there is for some, but I guess that's with every profession. And for me, um, I see immense value in what they do. So stay tuned. Enjoy the podcast with Jade, and uh, I'll catch you at the end. All right, so welcome to the West Chiropractic Podcast. We have Jade Fowler from South Coast Osteopathy here. She practices down in Poole, uh, in Bournemouth. And those of you who know me know that I have a little soft spot for Bournemouth. I uh, spent four years training there as a chiropractor. And uh, obviously, Cherries are on my team. So um, it's, it's amazing to actually chat to somebody who's there, who's actually worked um, with part of the, the Bournemouth Football Club as well, which is amazing. So um, it's not actually on my list to talk about, but I've just had a, another question I'd love to ask you, Jade, if that's all right. Thank you. Uh, we can go through that. Um, so... Uh, we've been meeting to this podcast for a while and obviously a lot of you would have listened to the podcast we did with Phil Evans, um, who he's a physiotherapist up in Solihill, just north of Birmingham. And, uh, a lot of you got some really, really good insight from that, the differences between chiropractic and physiotherapy. And I think we tried to delve into a little bit about osteopathy and find out from our own experience and, uh, found that we kind of made a bit of a meal of it and probably didn't get it quite right. So I'm so, so, so happy to have Jade here today so she can tell us a little bit more about kind of what she does, how osteopaths work and how they differ from chiropractors and how they're similar as well. So Jade, do you want to start off by telling us a little bit more about you and how you got into osteopathy and a bit about yourself? 
Yeah, of course. Um, so my name's Jade Fowler. Um, I'm an osteopath at South Coast Osteopathy. Um, I've been doing it now for six and a bit years. So um, yeah, just uh, got into it from like a passion of um, wanting to work with people and also just love all things sciencey really. So just the, the human body, I can kind of guess just interests me. So um, yeah, really fitted with um, my personality and um, yeah, that kind of thing really. But um, I had a, a family friend who was actually an osteopath. So that's how I kind of came to know about what it was. Um, Cause at the time I didn't really know. Um, <laughs> I'd heard of chiropractors, but I hadn't actually heard of osteopaths at that point. Um, and when I kind of delved deeper into it, um, actually at that point, it kind of was a bit of a toss of a coin whether I um, went to go into chiropractic or osteopathy. So yeah, it's, uh, um, yeah, that, that's kind of my background really into how I got into it. Amazing. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And what would you say, I'm going to jump straight in the deep end here before you give you a tricky one to start off with, but what would you say is the difference between chiropractic and osteopathy? I mean, I get asked this question quite often by patients and I don't think it ever gets much easier to answer um, <laughs> because there's so many similarities um, that, yeah, it does make it a bit more difficult. But um, in terms of differences, you won't find all that many differences between the two um, practices, I wouldn't say. It very much depends on the practitioner. Um, however, um, sort of historically, I believe, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think um, chiropractors tend to sort of used to be looking more at the nerve supply of things, whereas um, osteopaths would look more at the blood supply. Um, however, nowadays, everything's more sort of evidence-based. Everyone's kind of trying to do what um, what they feel is going to be best for that, that patient. So if there's um, things that are coming out that are um, good evidence for a certain technique or anything like that. I think we're all trying to sort of hop on board and do the best for our patients. So um, that can be, yeah, difficult to, to answer. Um, in terms of um, practices and things like that, I guess osteopaths tend to use a bit more soft tissue work and chiropractors maybe a bit more manipulation. Um, but again, I use a fair bit of manipulation. Chiropractors I've worked with use a fair bit of soft tissue work. So it's, it very much depends who you see. Um, I know as well, um, one big difference is that um, uh, chiropractors can, um, you can use x-rays, can't you? So, um, which osteopaths um, can't do, though um, I don't know how often you sort of use that within your practice or anything anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, if there's anything that's needing an x-ray, then perhaps um, that might be something um, that you'd want to see a chiropractor for, um, just to get that checked over. Um, mm -hmm trying to think really uh, so um yeah in terms of uh practice um yeah not really too sure on other ones i'll probably come think of some no, of that's, going that's along. perfect and yeah. i think like there's there's two different distinctions on there in the application of the treatment of the care and mm -hmm. really nicely in that traditionally chiropractors you know they focus a lot more on the nervous system which is contained within the spine so mm -hmm. There are not more, you know, manipulation adjustments on the spine to get that back in the best position to allow mm -hmm. nerve flow to go to different areas. Nerves obviously carry movement, but also they will receive sensation, including pain. So if we can adjust the spine to take pressure off the nerves, in theory, the history is that people's bodies should function better and they should be out of pain. 
And um, yeah, my understanding as well is, you know, uh, traditionally osteopaths will um, try and manipulate the circulatory system as much as they can. So, you know, by doing a lot more soft tissue therapy to pump blood around the body, get vitamins, oxygen, thus doing some adjustments as well where, where it needed to be, um, which, which I think is great. And then <clears throat> I think in terms of the philosophies, if you, if you look much deeper into it, I'm not sure how this is in the osteop osteopathy profession, but in the chiropractic profession, the, the profession has got a split right down the middle. You've got the very traditional straight chiropractors who believe that chiropractors should just only adjust bones that need to be moved to allow optimal nerve flow to go through the body. And then you've got people on the other side who are trying to move towards more of a, you know, a medical based model where they're trying to give as much as they can to their patients um, to do more, um, like you say, evidence-based stuff that's coming out, uh, more soft tissue work, potentially doing dry needling, acupuncture, while still doing the adjustments as well. So uh, I don't really know which is right, which is wrong. Um, we kind of sit in maybe in the middle of both camps and, you know, we do a lot of adjusting. And to touch on what you said, x-rays, we, we use x-rays here in the clinic. And uh, I, I completely forgot that as well, that the osteopaths can't do it. And I think that's something we take for granted a little bit. Um, mm in that it is, it is quite a valuable tool that we use. It's important to not get stuck just on the x-ray, but it is good to use. But I, I also think that osteopaths, if you do like a course, you can do like a supplementary course to be able to take x-rays because you have that health practitioner quality. Yeah, yeah, you can do. Yeah, right. yeah it's just not yeah. within the, um, yeah, just core bit of... of um, not in your training, right? Training. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, sure, sure. That's great. And then what about between a, a physiotherapist? So what, what about an osteopath and a physiotherapist? What difference is there? Um, so I would say physios tend to use um, more exercise-based therapy, um, whereas osteopaths would be a bit more hands-on. Um, so it kind of depends on the setting in which you see a physio as well, because I find or tend to find quite a bit of difference between NHS physios, for example, and those that work in um, private healthcare. Um, yeah. but from the um, sorry from the physios I've worked with um, in private care they tend to use more uh, like hands-on stuff as well like more soft tissue work um, yeah uh, but there's also the um, way in which they work as well so um, with osteopaths and chiropractors we're sort of um, primary healthcare practitioners so we'll sort of look at you from the start um, go through any testing and things and sort of come up with our diagnosis um, whereas again, in a, uh, more in an NHS, um, role, uh, they may be used as sort of secondary healthcare practitioners. So, um, they're sort of handed the diagnosis of that patient and then sort of treat based on that diagnosis, um, from yep. another practitioner like the GP. So, um, yeah, um, I think, um, sorry, I'm pinging away. Um, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and let me ask you another one on that. So when you have a patient come to see you, I guess what, I'm, what I want to find out is when should a client or a patient, when should they see a chiropractor versus an osteopath? So to add a question onto that as well, is there ever a point where a client's come to see you and you think actually they'll be best off going to see a chiropractor? Um. In all honesty, I've probably there's probably not any unless unless I thought they needed an X-ray. I'd probably say any patient that can see an osteopath um, can see a chiropractor and vice versa. Um, the 
only thing would be sort of individual practitioner wise so depending on what um continued professional development that chiropractor or osteopath has done depending on um what your problem is so if you've got i don't know uh if you've got maybe um or uh, a patient who um has got a sports uh, sports related injury and you've got a, a chiropractor who's uh, like really done loads of um training in extra sports things and uh, maybe something like that might um sway that person um in terms of like babies and things like that maybe it may be some differences i'm not entirely sure on what's available for in terms of chiropractic treatment but i know there's um different variations with osteopathy like cranial osteopathy for example um is pretty well received for for, uh, babies or uh, young children um so that may be an option as well as a bit of a, uh, well, it's a more gentle approach to things. Um, again, I don't know if there's a chiropractic version of something like that, but, um, but if it's a, yeah, um, a parent with a child, then um, they may look at that option. Yeah, sure. And that, that, that's what I was going to say as well. That would be one of the main times that I would refer somebody out is a lot of mums come in here and say, oh, my baby is unlatching or my baby is had a traumatic birth. Um, can you do something? And although I have done some cranial work, as I mentioned to you in the, in the our email exchange, I said I've trained with Tracy Gates, who's an osteopath, and she does applied kinesiology. So all my training through that has been um, with osteopaths, and it was amazing. But the, the stuff that you guys do with the cranial work is just mind blowing, and the the palpation skills I've just been you know completely blown away with. And taking my son to a cranial osteopath was um, was like eye opening and fascinating in that he was you know super. Uh, he had a, a vontus and so he was all stretched jaw been pulled he couldn't latch on and even after a couple of sessions of that he was so much better at feeding sleeping much more comfortable in himself so that would be a point that i would definitely refer out to an osteopath but i completely agree with you i think all all other patients you you've got to look at the speciality of the practitioner first so say for example if you had like a sports injury you'd want to be like okay has that chiropractor had experience with this type of injury before have they seen that type of patient versus an osteopath have they seen that type of patient have they had experience is this person a sciatic specialist are they a low back specialist great have they had experience dealing with that condition and then i think you need to look at okay if you had like say jade and i were great at dealing with sciatica you'd be like okay well what is what has jeremy done differently than jade it comes down to like a personal preference thing it's like who whose values you align with most who's um you know who do you get on with best how do you kind of pitch them have they given you a chance to come in and have like a a chat with you a discovery session is it you know i like the whole process i like the clinic the feel it just comes down to that after that really i think from the technique point of view it's uh you know you know it's reasonably similar we're trying to get the same results mm-hmm. after that it's it's how you how you interact with people i think so yeah. good okay. and then what's the most common condition that you see jade in the clinic and what's kind of the the best tip for that condition that you can give our our viewers um generally it would be lower back pain however at the moment i'm seeing a lot of um tension in the neck and stress related headaches those kind of things so um so cervicogenic headaches which would be those stemming from the neck um so something i'd recommend for those um particularly at the moment is just keeping moving so a lot of people sit at their desks um especially at the moment where there's so many people who are um, working from home in um with their laptops probably on uh, on their laps on the sofa and things like that um they're not moving around very much um so yeah get yourself a, a proper desk set up so um 
if you're working from a laptop, sit it on a razor um, and then have a separate keyboard and mouse so that you're not overstretching, things like that. Um, so yeah, just posturally get yourself in a, in a good position. Um, and also, yeah, moving around. So do um, like rolling the shoulders, getting up, walking around. Um, and then just a few um, gentle neck stretches as well can go a long way. So yeah. those kind of things really. Yeah, great, fantastic. And yeah, I completely agree. We've, uh, we kind of, uh, our main speciality is discs and, and low back and sciatica. So uh, yeah. we've seen this last six months from the lockdown, people working from home, you know, stress in the neck, headaches, migraines, tension across the shoulders. So yeah, yeah. keep your bodies moving guys. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> My final question. So with back pain obviously it's very prevalent and even more so at the moment but what's the biggest mistake that you see when it comes to back pain management um with your clients biggest thing i see um it's an issue is again same as what i've just said with the neck is the people not moving about they get scared of um maybe doing damage to themselves that they stop moving altogether or and then they end up seizing and um and then it becomes a lot of a bigger issue to deal with so in that sort of anxiety stage as well people will tend to think oh if i leave it then it will just go away and then um they'll leave it and leave it and leave it it gets tighter and tighter and um then it just gets a lot harder to sort out as well so um yeah. something i'd recommend is to if you've got a problem that within the first like few days really isn't isn't going away then yeah um definitely go and see someone um whether it's an osteopath or a chiropractor um as long as there's no like um nasty symptoms there um yeah. maybe indicate something um a bit more sinister then um yeah uh, definitely get it sorted quickly um and then it should ease off um a lot easier as well amazing amazing that's great jay thank you so so much for your time i really really appreciate it no if you want to find out more about you where can they go where can they find you on on social or websites anything like that um yeah so if uh, i've got a website which is southcoastosteo.com um there's also um i've got uh instagram which would be south coast osteo uk um yeah. on facebook is south coast osteo as well so um yeah you can find me on those <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so, so much. And that has massively cleared up everything for me actually speaking to an osteopath. Like, as I said, I've been trying to do this for the last six months because it is one of the most common questions we get when people come yeah. in. And, uh, it's, it's great to, to clear up. So I hope this has helped loads more people in terms of where they need to go um, with regards to choosing their practitioner to help with their problems. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you.